I feel like we're at a real gift-giving phase of our lives at the moment. Engagements, weddings, housewarmings, 30ths, 40ths, new babies. Yes, 100%. So many milestones to celebrate. I think I'm a pretty good gift-giver, but I'm always looking for something a bit different and local. That's where this week's sponsor, Mini Kim Studio, comes in. The most beautiful Donegal-designed personalised print gifts. Owner Tanya is most famous for her modern take on the family crest name Coat of Arms. I absolutely love Minikin stuff. My friend got a beautiful gift commissioned for our mutual friend's engagement. A map of Ireland with little hearts and arrows where the couple met and are from. Framed and personalised. Stunning. Oh, we received the most gorgeous Minikin piece from Darren's work friends for our wedding. Shout out to Annette. Um, a print with three sets of Wellington boots um, and a paw print on it for myself, Darren, Clara and Scout. Oh, so cute. <laughs> Tanya is so talented. She actually does bespoke wedding stationery as well and is based in Rathmullen, Donegal, but ships worldwide. Many can do christening and communion prints too. Handy at this time of year. Yes, indeed. So Tanya from Minikin is a good friend of mine and one of the nicest people you could meet. A busy mum of two who delivers exceptional customer service. You should see all of her glowing reviews. You can find Minikin on Instagram at Minikin Studio as well as on Etsy and minikinstudios.com. Hello and welcome to episode 37 of No Other Crackpot. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Uh, and thank you to this week's sponsor, Minikin Studio. So Trish, how oh, are you? I'm good. <laughs> Guten Tag. Um, I have a fact check. Oh yes, do tell. From last week. So you were on about the Shockton Nagelige. Mm-hmm. Fortnightly one. <laughs> So I was telling a story. So I'd fact checked the story then with May at work. Again, shout out to May. I'd said that there was no Irish for Irish word for the tomato soup. Mm-hmm. For the tomato soup. <laughs> and I was telling her then I was like, oh, I mentioned on the podcast. And she was like, oh, no, there is Irish for the t- for tomato soup. Mm. She said it's just she threw in the cupola fuckle. So she'd been asked by, it was when she was a student nurse. And they knew that she was fluent in Irish. Mm -hmm. And they said, oh, can you speak to this man? He's not taking anything, eating anything. Mm -hmm. And she went in and it was tomato soup. Mm -hmm. And she was speaking away in Irish. And then she turned around and she was like, oh, tomato soup. Mm -hmm. She said the rest of them were in stitches at her because she was like, I just say tomato soup. She just doesn't say the Irish for it. So then I have the Irish for tomato soup then. Mm -hmm. She was like, God, you need to tell people now there is Irish for tomato soup. (laughs) Set the record straight now. Yeah, I'm not even going to mention. Do you want to try it, Darren? Go on, Darren. Get in the mic. Darren, you pronounce it for us. Get in the mic. The Gale that you are. What am I looking at? That one there. Trata Anre. Trata Anre? That's tomato soup? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trata. Sounds like some kind of spud thing. Is that what tomato was in Irish? Well, that's what Google told me. Right. 
Maybe not. But anyway, that's no, my no, exciting fact right check. <laughs> huh? We're just going to keep calling it tomato soup in every language. Tomato <laughs> soup, yeah. It doesn't really need Irish. Mm. So that was my fact check uh, TV guide this week. Mm-hmm. Did you watch much? No. <laughs> well, I'm going to start with the, what do you call it? De-influencing. Mm-hmm. So I watched, you know the way I said before about films trending? On Netflix. And I'm like, how did they even get trending? Mm-hmm. Because some of them are absolute tripe. Yeah, we feel like it's a bit of a fix. So, watched a film the last night. It's currently, as we record, trending number two in Ireland. So it's called Noise. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the thumbnail or anything? No. Nope. So Noise came out in 2023. It's a Belgian thriller about this guy who is a social influencer called Matthias. This is like one of those films that's so bad. It's probably worth watching because it was that shite. Right? Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm So isn't that like, wasn't Sharknado one of those films? Yeah. No, I wouldn't, it's not even as exciting as Sharknado. <laughs> so it's like, I, I have big words here, confusing, boring. <laughs> but basically, <laughs> this fella moves into his childhood home with his wife and baby. He starts investigating then his father. It's dubbed over, first of all, because it's Belgian. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind, like, I don't mind subtitles, but I think when I'm watching something dubbed over, it nearly irks me from the start. Okay, yeah, it has to be exceptionally good then. Yeah. But anyway, so he starts investigating then on a social media follower. I'm just going to, this is complete spoiler alert because it'll just save you watching it. Mm-hmm. Because it's such Yeah, well, crap. that's good. So his father had a factory. And he started investigating. His father's like in a nursing home. He started investigating this workplace accident that killed like five people. Mm-hmm. So he ends up kind of like losing his mind. Mm-hmm. And he be, he gets this um, real sensitivity to noises. But like some of the scenes are just bizarre. There's one point he's sitting at the kitchen table and the wife is serving a full fish like the fish isn't beheaded or something. I just keep zo- zooming in on the fish head mm. and then zooming in on him. And he's like staring the fish out of it. Yeah, and then that no just comes to the scene there. and it's like, what has the fish head got to do with it? <laughs> but anyway, so it goes on then. Um, he ends up having, is it postpartum psychosis? And to be fair, it was an education to me because I didn't realise men could get postpartum psychosis. Notions to them. But apparently... Trying to get everything off us. Jeez! (laughs) But apparently it is... It's... There's been incidences of it. So anyway, (laughs) that's what was wrong with him. It ended and it was just... Insufferable. Oh my gosh, what... And how is this trending? review. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say as well. So you know the way, like... You've rotten tomatoes. So I was kind of co- trying to come up with something like that we could have mm. that's like rotten tomatoes. Our own version of it. Tomato so I was thinking, uh, <laughs> oh, toma- no, it's too tomato y. Mm. I was thinking, uh, ripe avocados. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what would you give it? I would give it, geez, I would give it 12%. Oh, I'm sorry, what did Ro- Rotten Tomatoes actually give it? They didn't rate it. Oh, they didn't even rate it. <laughs> I think there was another thing called Noise and it just got, yeah, it wasn't on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten mm. Tomatoes. Yeah, so how the frick was that trending on Netflix like? But why did they? No, that's not that film. Oh, 
because I looked up oh, yeah Darren, there was another film Patricia, maybe this is what caught me another film called Noise and it came up 100% on Rotten Tomatoes oh god and then I think I realised halfway through that that was a different that was a different noise balls yeah but it was shite <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear that <laughs> but I would just like to warn everybody don't watch it just because it's trending mm. not worth it no Alright, did you watch anything else? What else did we start watching? Um, I started watching Wacko. No, it's not Wacko. Waco. Mm-hmm. American Apocalypse. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't Waco. know. Waco. Yeah, Waco. Not Wacko. Wacko Jacko. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even heard of it. Waco. It's, you know, so it's the 30th anniversary of, remember that standoff with the Branch Davidians, David Crash. No, no, it was like the most notorious massacre in like modern times in America. No, not ringing any bells. It was like a 51 day siege. No, Mm -mm. no. So this is like a fictionalized thing about it or a documentary about it? It's a documentary. So, Mm. well, if you're into true crime, I've watched a few things about it now. There was a TV series about it. Um, If you're into true crime... You would know the story. You you know, you wouldn't really be into true crime. Nah. (laughs) Yeah. So this only came out in 2023, so there's three episodes in it. So I'll not go into too much detail because it's not a true crime podcast, but I would highly recommend. Mm. It's um And it's on Netflix as well. Yeah, it just came onto Netflix. But it's really interesting because the first so David Kresh was he started this like cult and there was women and children load of wives like I don't know how many people ended up being killed and end up but it was 51 days each but um at the start of it it kind of starts showing these clips but 24 hour news was a relatively new thing mm-hmm. so this kind of happened when it was just coming in so it was like a baptism of fire mm-hmm. for 24 hour news god yeah it would have been really shocking yeah. and gripping yeah, mm. rings so a wee bit really of a bell, but yeah, it's eighty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But it just came out, so I've only watched one episode. Mm. Now we would take notions about true crime stuff. Like well, sometimes if that, something really shocking. tickles my fancy, I will watch it. But mm, I kind of I have to be in the humor. Like I'm yeah. a bit sensitive to them. Yeah, no, I'd recommend this. It's but it's I'll space it out. Mm. <laughs> hmm. It's shocking. Shocking. And then just a reminder that Yellow Jacket season two is out. Yeah, it's out this week. Yellow Jackets. Haven't watched it yet, but That's because it's not out yet. But <laughs> oh oh people were at the premiere last night though. Yeah. But obviously it must be just for celebrities or something. Yeah. Cause I saw the waitress from It's Always Sunny. Oh can't really? remember her real name, but How she ironic. was at a, she was at premiere for it last night. Okay. But is it on TV this week? No. No, I seen is it the 24th that comes out oh, here? Oh, maybe. Or the 26th or something. And I hope oh, it comes straight onto Friday. Now TV because I was trying to look it up. But mm. Darren, maybe you could just fact check that for us. I tried to fact check today and I just couldn't find any info. Yeah. See, like that's it. I feel like I'm not in my TV groove because everything I'm looking forward to is coming out soon, but not out quite yet. Yeah. Um. So I'm watching like Ted Lasso every week, obviously, and it was very good again this week. 
and we're rewatching Succession still in anticipation for the new. And then I feel like when I'm on TikTok, it's all Succession TikToks that come up for me the whole That's time. Because it's just they're crazy. targeting you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just cannot wait for it to come back on. Um, and then I haven't watched this yet, but I heard about it and I'm dying to watch it, which is um, a documentary about you two. Bono, it's called Bono, The Edge, A Sort of Homecoming. And it's done That's with your the name. Yes, yeah, the name of it. And it's on Disney Plus. And it's uh, your man, David Letterman. You know, Dave Letterman, the mm-hmm. talk show host. He's over in Dublin filming this with them. Because um, I heard him on a podcast talking about it and his time in Dublin and all. And he's friendly with Bono. And it sounds really, really good. And I think Glenn Hansard makes an appearance in it. And a poet from Letterkenny's in it. Very cryptic. <laughs> so I don't know his name, but yeah, I'm really, I actually, I love a, a rockumentary. <laughs> so Why is it called A Sort of Homecoming? That's just the name of it. I think they have a song called that too, Darren, do you know? Check. Yeah, it's a weird name for it. Yeah, it's well, a very strange name. Uh, Yellow Jackets is out on the 24th of March. What March day is it today? Twenty third. Right. Okay. Tomorrow. <laughs> so when you're listening, it'll be last Friday. So I hope it comes straight on to now TV. Yeah. Usually there's only like a day of a yeah. delay between the US and here. Um, and then I'm also looking forward to the return of Working Moms. The final season of Working Moms is coming to Netflix very shortly as well, and it's a brilliant comedy. It's so underrated. I cannot recommend it highly enough. Oh. It's a Canadian comedy. Um, And it's, uh, you know, I was telling you before, it's your one. Maureen Ponderosa from It's Always Mm -hmm. Sunny wrote it and stars in it. So, yeah, that is all my TV guide because I'm still waiting for all my good TV stuff to start. Yeah. I feel like mine was very grim. <laughs> well, you need the balance. <laughs> I mean, I should have thrown in a light-hearted rom-com in there for the crack. Mm. Yeah, but sure. Fine. But alas, finding a good rom-com's the one. Sure, look, sometimes a bad rom-com does as good. Mm. Um, World Wide Web. I had to laugh. I think you had sent me on one of the things. What well, seems to be really trending now on TikTok is people doing the, you know, where they're. What you call dubbing over like oh, yeah. bird noises? Yeah, <laughs> the birds. They're in the so funny. It's like they're miming birds fighting. Yeah, miming would be mm. the yeah. Oh, not even fighting, just having conversations. Yeah, so funny, it's hilarious. Like because this morning I woke up and there was birds, outside and I was like, all I could just imagine was me. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Um, so there'll be a queer stretch in the evenings now because the clocks are going forward on. Mm-hmm. Spring forward, fall back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know it'll be great. Get nice walks in the evening, but the birds are noisier than ever in the morning. I know. No, I can't look. I'm looking forward to that now. Um, the other thing on World Wide Web <laughs> I was going to mention is it's just the chat of the place. <laughs> Who's going to take over the late late? Do you care? Oh, who's going to take over the Late Late Show? Yeah. Um, do I care? No. <laughs> Not really. Well, that's just because I don't really... I only watch the Late Late Show occasionally. But I definitely think it was high time that Tubbs hung up his boots. Like, 
by God, anything will be an improvement. But sorry, don't what? I'm just God. saying, like he's great on the poor, radio, but poor Dermot Bannon and to- poor Tubbs. Hmm? <laughs> well, like they're cut from the same cloth. <laughs> um, they actually look alike. Yeah, they do. So no, who would I like? Right, let me start. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lucy Kennedy would be great for the darn what? Living with Lucy was a great show. She, although she did try and have her own talk show before and it just didn't take. But maybe she's ready again now. Yeah. I well, also think Kira is it Doherty her surname is? Kira O'Doherty. Kira O'Doherty. I can't see great. her doing it, no. No, too you need serious? to th- I think anyone you're thinking uh, to do it, you need to think of them on the toy show. Yeah, I could picture them too doing the toy show. Could you? It'd be better than What's gone before? Well, I have Paddy Power odds up here, so I said I'd throw a few at you. Mm-hmm. Because some of the some of the the slow runners now <laughs> are quite funny. So Claire Byrne is obviously favourite. Right. She'd be great crack on the toy show. That's what <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like it'd be very serious, wouldn't it? Mm. But she is a show starting on Sunday night. Um, what's it called? Ireland, Ireland's smartest, mm. but it's a ten episode series on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. So what you call her, Miriam O'Callaghan? She's pulled her hat out of the runnings. Yeah. So Angela Scanlon is nine to two. Claire Byrne is four to eleven. Mm. Who is this Sarah McInerney? She presents prime time. Does she, she present prime time? Well, that shows now my interest in prime time. Tommy right. Tiernan is ten to one, but that makes no sense. He no. wouldn't. Tommy Tiernan would be great, but he's far too controversial for that slot. Mm. Brendan O'Connor, again, he had his talk show Boo. before. Okay. You know, <laughs> we're on with this the last day. Remember the song he had? Sitting on the mountain, eating my munchies. No, I don't really remember. Who's in the house? Jesus in the house. Was that him? Yeah. Oh my gosh, he is random. Yeah, that is random, isn't it? Mm. We were just on about the last day. So Dave Fanning, nah. Jennifer Zamparelli? Nah. Dahi O'Shea? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love Dahi. Turn what? <laughs> Who doesn't love Dahi? Come on. Maura Duran? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Darcy. Why? He's 33 to no. 1. <laughs> No, Graham Norton. I <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, RT, you wish. Graham Norton is also 33 to 1. Lottie Ryan is 33 to 1, also. Lottie Ryan would be good, yeah. Mm. Okay, now some of the 40 to 1s. Uh, Mairead Ronan, Who? Sheila Shoga. Nah. Mairead Ronan's on, or she oh, was on. You get a couple radio. of fuckle then if it was Sheila Shoga, but. A couple of fuck. Fuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, it's just the way you said it there. I was like, Ooh. That's how you say it. Beep. <laughs> um, Matt Cooper, fifty to one. Yeah, that would be lovely. Toy show, toy show potential. Think of toy show potential. Um, who else was there? Anton Savage, Ray Foley, Mario nope. Rosenstock. No. Nope. Ian Dempsey. No. Nope. So Ian Dempsey's eighty to one. So we're going into the hundred to one now. Nikki Byrne. Nope. Lucy Kennedy is 100 to yes. 1. Joe Brawley is 100 to 1. 
Piers Morgan is hundred to one. <laughs> what about Jeremy Clarkson? Well, well, I'm it. getting to it. Oh, Marty Marcy is hundred and twenty-five to one. Mm. Oh. Ugh, Eamon Dunphy, hundred and twenty-five to one. Noel uh, Cunningham. Noel Cunningham. <laughs> yeah, he'd be good. Don't I call Noel? Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, Vogue Williams, two hundred and twenty-five to one. Joanne McNally, two hundred and twenty-five to one. Roy Keane. 200, 250 to 1 Pat Kenny A blast from the past 275 to 1 no. Gary Lineker 475 to 1 And that's that's it Ty Flynn 500 to 1 Yeah Right Thought that They were funny odds Yeah mm. Yeah it'd be interesting To see who it is Yeah But I don't I just can't predict who I just don't know what about Angela Scanlon? I sorry, I forgot to mention her. See, I love She's Angela 92. Scanlon, but she had her own um, Saturday night talk show, and I watched it at the odd time. And she is a great presenter, but I definitely think she needs more like a second person. She does the one show in the UK, and she's great banter with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know now if she would be late late show material just quite yet. Okay, I'm glad for your input. <laughs> but she's luckily she's not depending <clears throat> on my opinion. So, watch this space. Hmm. So, any more World Wide Web? No. What? Um, I found a great TikTok account that you would love if you're not already following it. Probably not. No. Um, you might be. It's it's a man called Caleb Simpson, and he does these class house tours in America. No. Like, unreal. It's like a modern day cribs, but with random people and influencers oh. and rich people on the street. It'll be like in New York or LA, or he goes out goes out and finds quirky homes. Oh, you found one of those bird videos? I clicked on to TikTok um, and that's the first thing came up. So he did a really cool TikTok that went viral, and it was like, it's, do you ever hear this house called the Spadina House? No. Also known as the Witch's House. It's class looking like I would nearly need to try and pull it up for you without my TikTok going crazy, blasting out. But anyway, the guy usually, he walks up to the people and he'll be like, yo, I'd say it's like obviously slightly prearranged, but he'll be like, yo, how much rent do you pay? And then they'll be like, like your man. Yo, what do you do for a living? Yeah, it's that kind of thing. But then he'll be like, can I check out your place? And then they'll take him around. Um... But it's so cool. Like all his videos have about 50 million views. Like they're class. Um, but you can go down such a good rabbit hole of watching them. Let me just see if I can find this Spadina house, the witch's house one for you. Look. So I'll not play it, but that's what the house I can oh sugar. I'll let the house I'll let you look at it. Um but it's oh, just Jesus. one of the best TikTok accounts I've ever come across. His name is Caleb C A L E B Simpson on TikTok and the house tours he does are just unbelievable. Oh my god, I need to follow this guy. 7.2 million likes on that video. Yeah, it's like, uh, it definitely reminds me of Cribs. Um, it's that Modern kind of a vibe. Cribs. cribs, if remember anyone remembers cribs. MTV Cribs. Remember <laughs> yeah, teenage kind, Cribs, kind like what of. a smack in the face. Mm. <laughs> remember, six, uh, what did you call it, my super sweet 16? Oh yeah. That was like... The rich kids and their massive birthday parties. Yeah, and they'd always like have an elephant or something. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, so that was kind of most of my World Wide Web. 
I think I hadn't seen much more of interest really. Recommendations. Were hmm. you going to mention more taco sauce and garlic sauce? Oh yeah, I was just going to say um, that our friend and listener, shout out to Dean, mentioned that we ought to know about this garlic mayo by John Patton. John Patton garlic mayonnaise that you Who get in the shops. Yeah. Uh, and did, then you had said he does taco sauce as well. He does indeed. He does a lovely taco sauce. Mm-hmm. So where do you buy it? I get it in the local shop. In Fanet? <laughs> yeah, well in Kirkheel. Mm. You get it in most shops though. I've never seen it before. Like John I've Patton. not been looking out for it though. The Valley John Buffet bass based condiments. Right. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's from Bell Buffet. Yeah, John Patton, Frozen Foods Limited. Because <laughs> the packaging's very simple <laughs> and wholesome. Like it is. I like it. I like his font. Mm. I'm dying like to try it. The oh, the taco sauce. See, no, I wouldn't Something thank you for taco. Huh? I wouldn't thank you for taco, but Would just the garlic. Yeah, I need to taste the garlic. Another sauce <laughs> news. Mm. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the dip that I make called crack dip? No. Okay, when I say crack dip, so the recipe is, is off my... C-R-A-C-K? C-R-A-C-K. Mm-hmm. No other crack dip. <laughs> oh my God, you can start putting that out now. That's merch. No, it's not, no it's, it's not mine. I can take no credit. So this is like a Canadian thing. So my friend Adele, who is Canadian, makes this crack dip, right? Mm. So she gave me the recipe. I'd actually have to get the recipe up here. But she made it once. We were going to some party. So there's like mayonnaise in it, sour cream, bacon bits, scallions, and then this. So you know the way you get ranch dressing in America? Mm-hmm. So it's ranch powder. So you oh. get ranch powder and you throw it in and you mix this all up and it makes crack dip. But the ranch powder that you get, you can mix it up with just whatever and it'll make your ranch sauce. It's very strange. Mm. But... If you don't have the ranch powder, which is very hard come by, you can just put in, it's like dill, garlic granules. Anyway, I'll get the whole recipe. But come back to the ranch sauce. Mm-hmm. Sinead, my cousin, texted me the last day and said apparently you can get the ranch sauce in Auntie Nelly's. You know, the American oh, yeah. tooth store. That's such a, you wouldn't think you'd get sauces in there. You wouldn't think you'd get a saucy sauce in there. Mm. Ranch, ranch dressing. So I'm going to try and get some of that. Yeah, darn, you would like that. You love ranch. Ranch. Mm. Um, I'm just reminding myself, I'm writing down ranch. <laughs> 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 to remind myself to buy it. Um, but the crack dip. Oh, sorry, I forgot there's grated cheese in as well. <gasps> oh, mm, Sounds like a meal in itself. It's like crack. Yeah. Thus the name. <laughs> oh, darn, you would love the sound Not of that. that I've ever, huh? Crack dip, love yeah. that dip. What are you dipping to? Like, just chips or do you just? Tortilla chips or what Adele actually had that night was tiger red rip dip, rip dip, rip dip, rip dip, rip dip, rip dip. Lovely. That sounds good. Gluttonous. Well, we we were doing a wee haul there before we start recording. We were in Mr. Price. We were buying wild exciting stuff all together. But one of the things I bought, this is like such a boring recommendation. But if anyone doesn't I'm do ready this, for it. <laughs> I bought the dryer sheets. Oh, yeah. And there's two purposes for these. I think I've mentioned one before. 
So dryer sheets are great for putting on the radiator and it puts a lovely smell of fresh laundry through your house. Or you can clean your TV screen with them and it I takes the dust off before, yeah. like really, really well. It's kind of like without smearing your TV screen. I think so you did say that before to me. Yeah. It's, it's random because you would think that it would smear it in some kind of nice no. smelliness. Yeah, it doesn't smear it at all. So, mm. but, um, yeah, we were buying really boring stuff in Mr. Price. But the lights went out. Yeah, the lights kept going off. It was like we were in <laughs> an apocalyptic, <laughs> chaotic thing. It was like, oh, God. But they never addressed it or anything, and we're still here to tell the tale. <laughs> so I don't know. And I, I purposely didn't take my wallet in with me because I just hate when you go into Mr. Price and come out like 50 quid later with all this miscellaneous crud. But then Jeez. I remembered I can pay with my phone. <laughs> oh. Paying with your phone's too handy now. Mm-hmm. But it's great at the same time. Yeah, it is. I only actually jumped on that quite recently, like within the past six weeks maybe. Oh, yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. It happened to me one time I was down at the Fan at Lighthouse and I forgot my purse and I wanted a coffee. Mm. And I went into the woman. I was like, "I've never, I've never done this before, but <laughs> I'd like to pay for my coffee with my phone." Oh my gosh! <laughs> and I was like, I, "I live nearby." I was like, "I can come back with money," but then it worked. I was delighted. That's good. Was it nice coffee? Jesus, beautiful coffee. Fanet Lighthouse. If you need a coffee, if you're hankering for a bit of caffeine, like, is it in opposite the wee shop beside yeah. the lighthouse? No, just the little. Or is there a van the place you there? get your ticket? All right. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd highly recommend that to anybody listening. Actually, the fan at Lighthouse tour is great, isn't it? Yeah, but the coffee is even better. Oh yeah, but I haven't had that, so maybe <laughs> the I'll, we'll go. Coffee's lovely there. Yeah, I'd love to stay. You know, in fan at Lighthouse and those houses. Sometime we went on this. We went down this path before about lighthouses. Yeah, we did. We did. Would you stay in? I wouldn't stay in a lighthouse, not for love nor money. You wouldn't stay in one? No, oh, I'd terrifying. love to. I've totally romanticised it. I would oh love to. Oh my God, to. that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Like <laughs> that you'd be creeped out? Yeah. I wouldn't be. I think it'd be so cosy. I don't know, would it? <laughs> <laughs> What's cosy about it? A man living there by himself for years, turning on a big bulb. <laughs> oh my God. That's what happened, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing cozy about that. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Do I, do I remember we watched that awful movie? We've talked about this before with Robert Pattinson and William Defoe about a light two men living in a lighthouse. And they went crazy. <laughs> it was so crap. Wasn't Robert Pattinson. Wasn't it Robert Pattinson? Yeah. Oh. And William Defoe. Yeah, it was bad also. Wouldn't recommend. Can't even remember the name. Oh. Mm. Yeah, there's a show that we used to watch when we were kids called Portland Bill. Did you ever hear of it? No. <laughs> it's a show about uh, these bucks living in a lighthouse. I'm trying to think of the theme tune now. I'll play it for you after. Do, 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 do. It's not like I could sing it, actually, but I'm not going to. Uh, I don't it's remember like it. The Adventures of Portland Bill, yeah. No. It was just this guy that lived in a lighthouse. Two guys, actually. Or was there three? Was it like a father Ted of <laughs> lighthouse? I remember a show, was it like Round the Twist or something? Oh, it was called. yeah. That. Was that something to do with the lighthouse? Are you going round the... Oh, no. Mm. That was yeah. Australian, was it not? I think so. 
Random have you twist. got any? Oh, actually, I do have a wee bit of trivia for us. So, but it's quite quick in case you have some as well. I don't know. But do you know what weight the heaviest newborn baby on record weighed? Are you asking me this because we got another burrito this evening? <laughs> you wish your burrito no, weighed this It wasn't a much. 10 pounder this time. Oh. No, it was a wee bit lighter. So what was the heaviest baby in pounds, is it? Yeah. Okay. Or I can say it in kilos also. No, no, no. Pounds <laughs> is what I, Well, I know that it's bound to be a lot heavier than a stone, which is 14 pounds. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to guess... 21 pounds 20, Higher or lower? 22 Oh I was so close mm. 22 pounds 8 ounces 10 kilos Um, This baby was born In 1955 In Italy Um, Wait a minute These facts are a bit weird <laughs> Wait it's a like, minute <laughs> It goes the heaviest baby on record in the world weighed 22 pounds and 8 ounces when he was born in 1955 in Italy. And then it goes, the hospital itself, after publishing the news on its Facebook account, <laughs> assured that both the mother and baby are in perfect condition. So what? <laughs> I would need to verify my facts here. But let me just say, yeah, it's, a, it's in the Guinness World of book of records so maybe the hospital had to verify it because it's the heaviest on record I guess ever <laughs> is that a picture of the baby no that's just a big baby oh yeah that's not the one alright we need to verify this yeah that's definitely the weight of the heaviest ever baby on record but there seems pounds. to be conflicting stories about where and when this baby was born this baby but jeez oh. god love them it's funny because whatever we were on about last week, remember the Guinness, the pint of Guinness upside down? Mm -hmm. And I began, when I was looking at that, I was reading about the guy that actually came up with the Guinness World Book of Records. Mm -hmm. And the reason that that was invented, do you know the story now? No. I'll have to just bring up my major facts here now. Um, they used to go shooting. So your man that was like, I think he was head of, head of directors in the Guinness Brewery and they used to go like game shooting and whatnot mm -hmm. and they were having an argument after one shoot of what was the fastest game bird in the world or something like mm. that. And they decided then to come up with a book but it was more as a, of a fact check mm. because they were unable to find the answer in any of the books they searched after oh my their gosh. shoot. That's how it started and evolved yeah. oh my goodness i thought it was very um interesting mm, that was interesting when was it started yeah the guinness book of records it used to be a huge thing yeah i remember the big book because mm, when you walk out of dunn stores now you always see one for sale <laughs> yeah it's always there oh yeah it was the early 1950s Managing director of the Guinness Brewery, Hugh Beaver. Sir Hugh Beaver. Mm. Yeah, it was a shooting party in Wexford and they were arguing about the fastest game bird. So I was right enough. I didn't even have to fact check mm. myself. Mm. So they couldn't find the answer and then they decided to come up with like a little book. 
fact. Keep a records. Fact. Yeah, I love it. So that's all the crack. That's all our crack now. Um, oh, we wanted to let listeners know that you can now email us should you decide to. Um, and Trish, can you remind us what our email new email address is? Yes, I'll just remind myself here. <laughs> so if anybody <laughs> wants to send us a wee letter or an email or links or anything like that, if you're not on Instagram and you've kind of wanted to find a way to contact us, we thought we would create an email address for that purpose. The electronic mail. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I get it. Um, so it's the dot noc dot podcast at gmail.com so the dot noc dot podcast at <laughs> gmail.com yeah perfect and if you want to follow us online on social media you'll find us at at no other crack underscore pod thanks again to our sponsor this week minikin studio so bye bye bye